Welcome, Welcome to CineQuest Video. Hello and welcome to CineQuest Video, the podcast that delves deep into the VHS classics, to the modern day format, and beyond. Beyond. Yeah. Artsy farty time. Yeah. Everybody. Criterion, everyone. The good stuff. We, as the normal crew of CineQuest Video, are ill-equipped, uninformed, and uneducated in the ways of the Criterion Maybe Collection. uninterested, even? I don't know. It depends. I could say, yeah. As, uh, as, as far as the spectrum is concerned, the, right. like, the majority of us are uninterested. That, I would probably be that, more interested than the rest of you all. That, that doesn't mean that the facilitation isn't in the works. You know what? Like, we can... We can help the baby birds uh, that we know spread the wings and off. <laughs> so, so on this uh, CineQuest video, uh, the Criterion crew are tackling RoboCop. Knocking that bitch down. Right. Uh, you would think there'd be something we could do, but apparently not. No, so no, no. Let part of the Criterion it. collection? What the it. fuck? Let the, right? Yeah, exactly. They ran with this. And uh, more power to them. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, for the more qualified... Probably more educated in film. <laughs> the initiated. The initiated. Uh, we present to you uh, Criterion your... Cinequest video with uh, your host, Adanya. Hope oh, you yeah. enjoy. Knock it down. Welcome to Cinequest Video's um, special edition of the Criterion Collection. And with your hostess, with the mostess, Ilania, and my gang here, my co host, DA. And guest, re-guest appearing, reappearing. Ron. And you guest. Long-time listener, first-time guest, Cougar. There you have it. So for today's movie, I have decided to go beyond what I like to watch. And this is actually a very questionable title in the Criterion Collection. It's very high up there with Michael Bay's Armageddon. Which, of course, there's a reason why these movies don't have a reprint. To begin with, they're still probably available in Laserdisc. But, yeah, I wanted to go ahead and just discuss the movie RoboCop. Now, RoboCop was directed by Paul Verhoeven. It was released in 1987. has a spine number of 23. So, criteria spine. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm seriously, I told Ray, I was like, I'm pretty sure it was just some bro that was providing all of the money that was like, you know what, dude, we should release RoboCop, man. And the gang was like, well, he's the one that pays the pizza, so (laughs) we might as well give him the RoboCop. Is it on DVD or is it just on Laserdisc? Just on Laserdisc. Is it really? Has not been reprinted at all. It doesn't even exist in that realm anymore of Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah, actually, recently, the they accidentally released the X-rated version of RoboCop on Amazon Prime. No way. Yeah, it was out for, like, maybe a day or two, and oh then they took it off God. and replaced it with the... Uh, the original did version, the theatrical version. Do you of the know film. if it leaked anywhere? I would love to I see that. I hope it did. Yeah. I need to. I missed I mean, out. Yeah. What I, was cut out of it? I, I I know. What would be cut out of it? It's such Just a gory-ass movie. More I, gore, yeah. That's probably what it is. Like, I think, I like, you know, like, like shots, like, where they linger more on, like, you know. Yeah. I, like, his hand Ed, blown off. And 209 yeah. just, like, yeah. goes off for, like, 10 more minutes on the <laughs> yeah, guy. Just, yeah. like. I, I yeah. don't know. Honestly, I, I can see where you're coming from, but I also, you know, this movie having so much influence and being such a cult classic and everyone knowing the name RoboCop, it's really shocking to me that it never got a reprint. I don't know. Kind of yeah. 
Just one of those movies that I, I, Criterion, not that they're a company that would cash in on anything, but it's interesting that they never reprinted just for the sake of the name. I mean, I'm not sure if it's just because of the sake of the name or just for the sake of the content, but I mean, this is the type of film I would mostly see on Arrow video before I would see it on Criterion, (laughs) but I can understand, I can understand why. I mean, uh, going back to some of the basics, the cinematographer for this movie was Joss Pacano. I don't know what other works he has done. Starring was Peter Weller. Yay. He's amazing. Yes. Fantastic actor. Beautiful man. And Nancy Allen, Kurt Witt Smith, which is recognizable as Eric Foreman's oh, yeah. dad in that 70s He's show. He's awesome. I mm-hmm. love his character. And He's another pretty. another recognizable face was Miguel Ferrer, which works worked for Twin Peaks with mm-hmm. David Lynch. Dude, I was wondering why he looks so familiar. Twin Peaks, oh my God. That's the dad, right? Yes. No, no, no. Well, that's, the, the dad's in, in The dad's also in this name? movie, uh, Ray yeah. Ray Wise. He's Ray also Wise, yeah. The dad from Twin Peaks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he plays um, one of the gang members. He Leon. does, yeah. He's the one that, that Leon, Robocop yeah. fights Dude, in the what on fights earth? Earth? In the club. That's yeah. true. What, I didn't recognize him at all, dude. Yeah, dude, he was in it. And, you know... That's now nuts. going back to also he's known well P- Paul Verhoeven is known yeah. for doing the movie Showgirls and you know who comes Terrifying. out in that one Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin which ruined his career and now it made his career and then he had to come <laughs> back at Desperate Housewives yeah he did and the score for this movie on Rotten Tomatoes is actually surprisingly 89%, and the IMBD, which is mostly just general audiences, is 7.6 out of 10. Oh, I don't think that's surprisingly. It's actually, it's a good movie. Thank yeah. you. It's a good the movie. Robocop, the you. Robocop theme is awesome. Thank that you. That iconic dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yes. All right, so it's set in a crime-written Detroit, Michigan. In the near future, RoboCop centers on police officer Alex Murphy, which is Peter Weller's character, who is murdered by a gang of criminals and subsequently revived by the megacorporation Omni Consumer Products, OCP, as a human cyborg law enforcer known as RoboCop. So, RoboCop. Do we want to start with opinions? We can. All right. Do, do I go first? I'll go first. Go sure. first. Um, I love this movie. This movie is amazing. It's awesome. I like everything about it. Ed 209 looks sick. Whoever was in charge of making that model for Ed 209 <laughs> did like an amazing job. Because I haven't seen that movie in like couple, probably like four or five years. And when they show like that shot of him like first putting his leg down, you see like the hydraulics and the gears and everything underneath like the panels. It looks really well done. You can tell like someone probably... They probably put a lot of work into that model. And, um, yeah, Robocop looks cool. I like how he moves like a robot. I don't remember him moving that stiff all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, Peter Weller's dude. Yeah, he, I, I really that was him. It, yeah. yeah, it's like him in a suit, obviously. But yeah, like, it's he a real did suit, it. and it was hard, you know, for him to get around in. And he stayed in character, so I'm sure. God damn. You know. He did an awesome job. Yeah. About, dude, and I think what really drove your point home for me about uh, Ed 209 I made my brother watch that for the first time. Mm-hmm. He's nine. He's nineteen, and uh, he's seen the meme everywhere. You know, because it's been memed to death on Family Guy and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but he actually saw it, and he's like, "This is so much more shocking and so much funnier than any of the memes. Like, it's so funny. It's so effective. The fact that it's his name is Ed is just so funny. Like, everything worked about this movie. He also enjoyed it, and 
I think that also drove the point home for me that like it's just a fun movie and you There's, should take it. Yeah, as such. It, is, it is. I kinda, feel like yeah, it, and I think that's why it became such too. an instant cult classic. I mean, it's Ed just Neumeyer. such a blast. What? Yeah, huh? no, I was just saying that the screenwriter of the film was also named Ed. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah just like. I don't it know what that says something. about killing the, everyone in the company. But I forgot what he said. It's the, <laughs> the, for the same guy who wrote Starship Troopers. Oh, nice. What? That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a that's lot a, of that's sense. That's a good movie. The same too, writing yeah. directing team did Starship Troopers. Very, yeah. Which is why, you know, I don't want to go off on Starship Troopers right now, but there's a lot of similarities. It's it is. It is. Yeah. That now you that see I, also in that movie. Interesting. Very cool. Dystopia. Kooks. Dystopia. Opinions. Oh, I, you know, it goes without saying, I love RoboCop. RoboCop is my uh, my second father. I was raised by RoboCop. Nice. Aww. <laughs> you know, Peter Weller was, he's, he's great. I have a lot of nostalgic love for the movie. I mean, even the second movie, which isn't as good as the first, yeah. I still kind of like, because it's, it's silly, you know, but it has a great performance by the villain, just like, you know, the first one. And the second one, it's, um, uh, he's played by, uh, oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, what does he come out in? Uh, yeah, uh, well, the House of the Devil. How, oh, nice. His name escapes me right now. Uh, well, House Tom of the Noonan, Devil. That's his name. Tom Noonan. Very cool. Yeah, he's the villain in the second Yo. one. He gives a similar, like, outrageous kind of memorable uh, performance as the villain, like that Kurt Wood Smith gives in this one. I mean, I I want to oh, watch yeah. two just for Peter Weller. Like I said, like I would have skipped rewatching Don't Look Now just to watch RoboCop too. Yeah, because Kurt Wood uh, Smith. He gets, I I I want to see Peter Weller again in this role. He just really was so much fun. His yeah. enthusiasm and how much he gave himself into this role and how much of a blast it is from beginning to end. I don't know. This movie's a lot of fun. I, I think you should just not really... It's not one to deconstruct. It is definitely any... It's, it's nothing like Don't Look Now or Sadlo, but it doesn't mean it doesn't deserve its spot in the Criterion Collection because I think it has well established itself as a cult classic for a very good reason. It is just so funny and so clever in so many different ways, and the way it executes itself from beginning to end is... Absolutely brilliant. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I can kind of understand how it it has that cult classic. Yeah, and it has that cultural feel to it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I was still a little bit not... Feeling it? Not feeling it, no. Uh, No? Not even even the uh, interesting... uh, Dynamic of uh, gender neutrality that it offered in the film. <laughs> wow, oh way to play God. that card. That's true. The first time you see uh, Lewis, she like knocks some dude out. She does, like in one punch. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I did feel, uh, especially badass. especially when he's like, "So you're driving, and then you have a female driving." Whereas you know, men would just be like, "Women can't drive," but yeah. here you have this strong, badass mm-hmm. woman driving car, pretty much kicking ass, and then getting kicked. She's the only one to, like, risk her life to save him, too, while everyone's, like, shooting him. Yeah. That's yeah, true. There's... She went against her. It felt very like 1984, where everybody's just like brainwashed yeah. in mm-hmm. that police academy or oh, yeah. like police station. Mm-hmm. Except for her, she's just like, you know what? I'm not gonna follow to what everybody else is doing. I know that's Murphy because she asked him. Mm-hmm. It's like Murphy, is that you? Yeah, and that sparks the whole mm-hmm. thing. And, and then that sparks that ending. Yeah, yeah, and then also, uh, you know, back with the whole, you know, police station thing, uh, you know, there's that bit where the, you know, the guys and the, you know, the guys and the ladies are changing in the same room. Like, there's no... Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no distinct, you know, gender mm. problems or, you know, everybody's just a cop. You know, well, nobody. it is... Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, it's interesting because it creates this sort of world unto itself. You know, it's a dystopia mm-hmm. of sorts. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider it a utopia, I guess. So that's And it starts off that way, but too. But I'm not sure the... if that automatically makes it a dystopia either, but I guess it is more than it is anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're just like quick little glimpses into uh, call it a world dystopian that they live film. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the TV really sells, like they always show like, the news, or they show yeah, commercials. Yeah, they show the news a lot. Or they show, I love like, that. Yeah, I it, love that so much. It really Those puts news you into commercials, the... I want movies out of them. Some of them are so clever and so brilliant, and I think that adds to the hilarity of the film because it's so outlandish and mm-hmm. so out. There. It was very outlandish. Like at, at I, some point, I thought it was like trauma with high definition cinematography. <laughs> no, see, you for know? me, it felt more along the lines of someone like, uh, help me out here, Brazil. Oh, Terry Gilliam? Yes. Yeah, Gilliam. Something more along the lines of that kind of surrealism. Yeah. Satirical. Uh, Yeah, his kind of, like, weirdly coolness. Uh, I I think that Robocop definitely pushes it to kind of a more action-y, gory extreme. But I, I I like that kind of silly outlandishness. Yeah, like there's a... The, Evil the, Dead uh, 2, Army yeah, of Darkness, it, I would yeah, say, are also like, kind of... Yeah, that kind of goofy, fun you know, slapstick. Yeah, you're right. Like, I actually felt a lot of, like, Cronenberg in some of yeah, the I scenes. Men- mm-hmm. I wanted to mention Cronenberg. When the guy gets out of the goo, uh, when yeah, he gets yeah, out the, of the, the, toxic the, waste. the toxic waste, yeah. and he looks like a literal Cronenberg That, that looked really favorite. good, yeah. That looks yeah. so awesome. It he looks really practical real. effects... Overall, in this film, mm-hmm. the use yeah. of practical effects is just fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. special effects was pretty good. But like I said, at some point, I thought it was also kind of like campy. In yeah, a way. it's, but supposed, it's to supposed to be. It's supposed to be, right? Yeah. But I hardly ever watch movies in the Criterion Collection that are like campy, campy. this way. Mm-hmm. That, that, like I, the, the scene where the, the commercial with the family paying, uh, playing that battleship game, Nukem. No, oh, yeah. Nukem. Wait. Yeah, and that reminded me of that I one trauma movie, Nukem High. Yeah. We did a podcast about that. Pakistan is invading my border. <laughs> like I don't, I just beautiful. No, the one, the the one with the dinosaur. Which uh, one was that one? Oh, yeah, oh it's for the six thousand sux. Which yeah. like sucks. Like, yeah, that, I, I also love how like that, that starts like it looks like it's happening in the city, and you're like, oh my god, is there a dinosaur in this <laughs> now? And it's like, so it, it, the movie's so crazy that it just yeah. could happen. And mm-hmm. I, I, I love that. The first time mm-hmm. I watched it, I was like, holy shit, there's a dinosaur. And if that's, that's the advertising that they have in that world, just imagine, like... It's fantastic. Everyday life living there. I know. There I, it, the world it creates, I think we don't give it credit enough. Yeah, it, it really builds the world it up. It really does. Yeah. Everyone wants that car, like the mayor that has... The, or oh, the, yeah. the ex-mayor oh, yeah. that so has the other mayor hostage. Yeah. yeah. He's like, anything you want, it's like the... 6,000 SUX yeah, it's like how about cruise control sucks. anything you want like it's yeah. just it's so stupid he's like arguing about cruise it's, control it's yeah. ridiculous and it, it works I, and I just like how the, all the cops drove like the Ford Taurus in that movie oh my god oh they did right like it's like that's the go to cop car the Ford mm-hmm. Taurus and like, it's like blacked out too like it's yeah. just yeah it's so, they look so cool him driving the police car is like the coolest shit ever it's like a robot driving a police car like, yeah it is, is it's oh. very fucking like cool dude mm-hmm. just driving in his car it kind of reminds me of that one movie Drive I love Drive <laughs> I was reminded of Drive though Ryan I don't know two, two robots driving cars oh, uh, okay. I like Drive a lot I like Drive a lot I yeah, Drive is good Drive is fantastic alright so that but that robot scene that very first scene when they bring out that big bulgy robot Ed that murders the guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. respect dude, the name yeah you lit scene, him up man 
Yeah. That shit, that shit was crazy. You could tell yeah. they, had, they had like a bunch of hey, squids. It's there, not. Like, it's it's not Ed's fault. He did not hear the gun drop. But it wasn't about He gun. didn't hear the gun drop. Like, That's the, the only phone. reason it I happened. I heard the gun drop. Okay, Ed didn't. I heard okay. the beat drop too. That is, it's not anyone's fault. Can we not? Let's not play the blame game. I like how they were like nonchalant <laughs> about the murder. Though. They were like, not. Yeah, they yeah. were but, horrified. They but, like ran out of the room. But like the higher up, I forgot the guy's name. The guy who makes Robocop, like yeah, someone on his team, someone on his team dies. And, like, he's the only thing he can think about is, like, how can I get the deal? Because this guy just fucked up. Right. Yeah. And then the other friend is like, shame what happened about Kenny. And that's all they talk yeah. about after that. Mm-hmm. He's like, he got murdered in front of him. And, like, he was in the damage. most, like, gruesome way he, you possibly can. And, like, just, like, oh, so much what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the character's name is Bob, played by Miguel Ferrer. Bob Morton. Yeah. And he's uh, against Dick Jones. Played by Ronnie Cox. I, this cemented for me that, like, this is Kurtwood Smith's best performance. Oh, yeah. really? I couldn't take it seriously. Every it. scene he's in, it's, it's chewing scenery. He is so electric and so psychotic and so much fun and just an absolute blast Can you to fly, watch. Bobby? Yeah, yeah he, it's, just, it's, it's so much fun. That's like my favorite line. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really good. He has so all the best fun. lines in the movie. He has all the he best does. lines. All he, the one-liners I wanted to write down he, and just he, quote. He just barges into a guy's apartment, pulls a gun out, and just says, bitches leave. Bitches leave. Yeah. <laughs> He he's fantastic, and, and, and by far my scene. my my favorite character in the movie. I wanted to say, he, as much as I love Peter Weller's Robo, RoboCop, mm-hmm. he just stole the show for me. He did, but I couldn't take him seriously though. That's the point. Was it? Was it his? Uh, Wait, were you supposed? It was yeah. all it was a joke to me. It, it's meant to be yeah, a like, satire about you know a dystopian future that we'll never live in. But there was that there was that borderline that that one borderline where i don't know if he's being serious or sarcastic or maybe that's just the way i'm supposed to feel about him maybe it, it's just pull, over the, the top from the grenade with his tongue oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, yeah yeah uh i think it's supposed to be i mean like all robocop's not based on any like uh there is robocop comics but i, I feel say- like it's not based on anything but i feel like that's the vibe they were going for because they even say in the movie where it's like um Kids are meeting what their parents thought they'd only read about in comic books. Yes, they do say that. So I kind of feel like them being over the top, the villains especially, because I mean, even like the rest of his gang are like, they're laughing at like the most gruesome shit. It's like, it's like a comic book. It's like, that's how like the villains used to... like a superhero movie. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, I I would say a a lot like uh, movies, like uh, maybe like Scott Pilgrim Mm -hmm. feel like... They're evil, movies. and that's like that's yeah, all they are. They're you know, evil even though to the they're core. not really well, Scott Pilgrim is right, but there are movies that aren't really directly comic book related, but they just have that that feel, feel yeah. And and it works for movies like that. And RoboCop, I yeah, I Wherever, can see that association. It's kind of black and white. The good guys are the good guys, and the bad. I mean, there's great because there's yeah. good guys there that are great. also and, and that also like leads to yeah. That also leads to an argument that I heard online, which I think is preposterous, of course, but uh, it's how uh. How pro cop RoboCop is, and it is a pro cop propaganda film. I know this. this I, mean, I think this was by like a. I'm sure it was like some 15 year old that was just complaining about cop movies on film Twitter, but uh, yeah, RoboCop was named one of those movies that is just like bullshit 
cop propaganda and I'm like come on you what? cannot you cannot attach a stigma from like a cult classic I, I, I think it's the perception mm-hmm. and I, I brought this up last time with uh, what movie did we talk about last time The uh, Night Porter yeah The Night Porter how our, our current just day and our current society loves attaching such so much bullshit to the movies now, and it kind of almost diminishes the uh, the quality of the film because it's almost like we're forced to see it through a different scope now. Oh, and I was like, no, I refuse to do that for Grobocop. It is a glorious <laughs> yeah. film. It is not pro cop propaganda. I would say it's almost probably satire because um, yeah, it is satire uh, yeah. through and through. What's of uh, Starship Troopers? I mean, that, yeah. that's like, I mean, it's meant to look like pro, like war, yeah. like the yeah. only good bugs, a dead bug, and yeah. like, yeah. but there's like a, it's almost like anti-war because there's that scene where yeah. like they is it they show that guy I forgot the actor's name but they show him like as a war hero and then he's um they're like at the recruitment place. And then, like, you see him, like, with an arm off, and he's like, you got to, like, join the military and shit like that. Yeah. But, like, he's what? just on a death. Uh, like, for the at the, at yeah, the end like, of the day, even RoboCop is because it shows how corrupt the entire thing is. A company it, bottom so, out. So, like, yeah. it's just absolutely ridiculous because, for one, he is owned by a corporation. The not corporation even the, owns the cops. Yeah, right? like, he's not even, like, police. Like, a, you know, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's a dumb argument. And one of his directives is that he can't even do anything against the higher-ups of the company. Yeah, he's not allowed to hurt them. Yeah, Yeah, which brings me into the whole discussion of RoboCop's cognition when he starts. So we already go through Murphy's murder, which was pretty fucking gnarly. Oh, and the shot of his arm, yeah. Looks amazing. Oh, looks they, really they called him a turtle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This giant body armor that he was wearing. Yeah, but... After that, when they, you know, I I honestly thought that was it, that, you know, he's dead, they're not going to bring him back, and then they bring him back as RoboCop, and I bet they didn't expect him to have the memory, have the cognition, have the kind of set of emotion, Mm -hmm. because he's a robot, so this really brings a light to pretty much the future of people being robots, because we're going towards that nowadays. Is it is it people being robots or is it artificial intelligence or both? artificial intelligence? Well, because it is both. I mean, if you look at movies about people, a, a film like RoboCop also accepts the um, kind of notion that we will merge with machine, and uh, it's been explored in film and TV. Uh, but, the line uh, between humans and like AI. Yeah, no, yeah. but but the fact that we will be part, we can also be part machine as and be human. I mean, mm. RoboCop is quite literally about yeah. that. But uh, I I also think that um, I, I I don't know I I it plays a big part in the film. I guess. What was that? Jamie has a dog. Aw, doggy. I don't know. I lost that. She's just like stop talking bad about RoboCop, Yeah. <laughs> I love RoboCop. I don't know. Anyway, so as you were saying, but yeah, no, I didn't expect him to have that sort of memory. Like when he goes to his house and he starts remembering his wife and his his son. You know, I didn't expect that from from RoboCop because yeah, you assume that he's just there to do the robotic stuff. He's not there to do the mental stuff, the feelings, and. You can tell that he has some sort of emotions, the way that he feels, especially about avenging his murder. Yeah. But how would he remember that if he was just a robot? 
he remembers it all slowly after the uh, after he's told that he's Murphy, and then mm, uh, he has the dream. Has a dream. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's told. He ends up finding the dude. Brings him in. Everything. He's like jerking back and forth. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's why it's crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, oh, this very intense dream. Oh, geez. After he eats his baby food. Oh my god! No, no, it's paste. It is a, it's a compost paste or something. Yeah. yeah, he remembers his life, and then he goes and visits his, you know, his old home, and sort of envisions like. I guess I'm assuming that was maybe one of his last memories of being there with his wife and his yeah. kid and all that. Well, he yeah. just moved from um, what's what's the name of that city he moved from? He transferred from I don't Delta remember. City. Delta City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was his, this, I think this was his first day, right? Like on the job, he got like lit so. up and then became Good Robocop. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, I remember a rough in that first scene. day at work. Mm-hmm. And that scene, he's like playing with the gun, and then he's like, "Well, everybody's got to have a hero." And then you go to the memory of him in this house, and mm-hmm. oh, he's the, the TV show. Yeah, the laser gun. Uh, what's right? Yeah, and that's why he that. does that whole like thing with the yeah. Oh yeah, he spins the gun. Yeah. Spins he the spins gun the gun. Yeah, feels very Clint Eastwood. Everybody's got to have a hero. Old western style. So Murphy's revenge. Trying to catch all of the the guys that murdered him. What's up with that? Why would he do that if he's just a robot trying to fight crime? Because he has the animosity towards Kurtwood Smith for doing what he did to him, for taking his life from him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just because he's a robot, I don't think it... it uh, I think what uh, what started it was the interaction with um, the guy on the motorcycle at the gas station. Yeah, that was the, the first one. Because he recognized him. He's like, right, like, wait a minute. Yeah. We killed you. Yeah, and, and that, he records it, he plays records it back. It, and he plays it back, and then just something in him just clicks, and he remembers, like, hey, that's yeah. that guy that was part that of the gang. That's when he starts yeah. looking And in. then he uses, you know, the police database to track the rest of them down. I mean, you could argue himself, that, and he finds himself quite literally. <laughs> yeah, you, you could argue that they committed a crime and were never caught for it, and so RoboCop's like prime directive is like to stop crime. So that's why he's yeah. doing it. And since they are criminals, like you know, he knows yeah. they're criminals for a fact. Yeah, and, and I mean them. the irony and he takes of the it whole personal, film, though. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's personal. I mean, yeah. they, they like. And, uh, yeah, they you them. can say that because <laughs> yeah. Then there's that scene where um, you know where he's fighting Kurtwood Smith and he's about to just kill him and then. Do you like, know? Yeah, like he's like all the windows. Yeah, yeah. Like, You're right. I am a police officer. I am a police officer. Yeah. And he, he doesn't, doesn't kill, kill him. You were gonna say? Oh, okay. So let's talk about just the basics of film. So the cinematography was really amazing out of what I expected it to be because you could see every single detail very mm-hmm. clearly, especially with the eight twenty eight robot. ED209 ED209 Yeah, it was very, very crisp And I think The Oh, jeez, the editing That was also pretty good The Uh, way they brought in those uh, scenes From the the trailers The trailers, yes. Oh, that we the, all, no, the murder, right? <laughs> commercials. Every time oh, yeah, they would yeah. go back and forth with the commercials, you commercials know, it felt like I was in the 80s. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it wasn't supposed to be the 80s, though. I, it doesn't say what year it's supposed to be, right? It's just like near future? Near yeah, future, near future. Yeah. So maybe it was 80s. the 90s. Maybe <laughs> I felt that 90s vibe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like so, kind of, what is it? Uh, Escape from New York, where that, like, it takes place in like 1997. Oh, yeah. Does it really? Yeah. No, that's true. Mm-hmm. 
like they sort of, like I guess like in the eighties they sort of saw like the nineties as like the dystopian <laughs> time to be alive. Wasn't it? Yeah, but I think whoever did the cinematography for this is just incredible. Mm-hmm. I could see every single detail, even the details I didn't want to see. Whoever did also the graphic design, no, I, not the graphic design, but like the like that guy that got wasted with the toxic waste. Oh yeah, and the Cronenberg. Every time Cronenberg. that they were oh, like the makeup and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah the, the makeup, the effects. Yeah, the effects. they still hold up. Like practical the, effects. They were yeah. good. They so were Cronenberg good. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When the car hits the acid. Oh my god! Like he explodes. And it's like water. Yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. so gross. Fucking, like aqueous shit. His head like, comes off. Like, yeah. And then he comes out all like <laughs> deformed and stuff. Ooh. It's lovely. It, it was great, great character and. Uh, um, creature design uh i loved the practical effects when they blow the hand off mm-hmm. oh, and, yeah. and, and it's just his like literal arm bleeding mm-hmm. it looks like you know you can tell it's practical effects when they blow off his entire arm mm-hmm. and then they just um, line up and then just start blasting start blasting the living shit out of it it looks yeah, yeah that is not cgi i mean mm-hmm. there wasn't it was yeah there was no cgi yeah. right. i think that was, scene at the time was pretty uh, controversial just because of how violent it was and how long they lingered like, yeah and i, I feel like more than off. just the f- very first one that's absolutely hilarious you know with ed <laughs> uh, that one lingers mm-hmm. but most of them tend to they kind of linger that's why i'm yeah. very interested in seeing the x-rated version mm-hmm. uh yeah i can imagine they just last for 10 minutes <laughs> so what were your favorite scenes out of this movie because mine is that last one where um the girl, Lauren, right? Lewis. 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 <laughs> Lewis says, Murphy, I'm a mess. And he's like, I'll fix it. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, God. Like, I could totally tell that Lewis had a thing going on for him even before mm-hmm. he became RoboCop. Oh, yeah. Those it's looks. a married man, though. Yeah, I think... Um, if I remember correctly, there was actually supposed to be an affair between the two of them. What? Ooh. Is yeah. that in the rated R version? No, no, no. Like, they, they never put it in the movie, but I think this like, is in like the, the uh, rated R version. In the script, the original script, I think there was supposed to be like an affair angle between the two of them, maybe before he turns into Robocop. Oh, wow. But they. But how, could th- how could that be? He just got there. That was his first day. Maybe it wasn't in the original script. Maybe the original script was totally different. I don't know. I haven't read the original script. I mean, I'd like to. No. Maybe that's why he moved over to Detroit, because he had the affair. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right, Ron, what was your favorite scene? Um, I like the ending scene when he's killing the... What's that dude's name? I forget names. But like, oh, yeah. He's like, Kurt uh, Smith. Yeah, when he's like going to... Yeah, he's gonna shoot him, and like he has the CEO hostage, Clarence Boddicker. and he's like, "You're fired." Oh yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. Thank yeah. you, and he just like shoots him. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's all he needed. Yeah, it was that same guy that got Bob murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dick Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dick I mean, Jones. Yeah, I always confused was uh, Dick Jones and the old man. Like they're both so similar. They they're, did they're look both a lot like alike. Older white guys always wearing suits. You're like, what is the distinction? I can't. Yeah. I can't. So what about you, Coogs? What was your favorite scene? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> too many? Too many to count, yeah. Oh, jeez. Maybe it means too the much. The whole movie's cute. my favorite scene. Um, but I guess I really like the uh, that whole, um, I guess, uh, part with the, the drug warehouse, that whole shootout. It's, I don't know, I like that scene. That one's pretty it's, good. It's, yeah. a, it's a really good, it's a good shootout scene because there's all that powder getting everywhere. A lot of uh, automatic weapons. Yeah. You know, um, and then it's very action packed. It's action packed. It's a great uh, set piece, and then it you know goes on to the whole bit where um, you know he 
meets Clarence Boddicker for the first time and starts throwing him through the window yeah. as he gets cut up in his face and Oh, that was brilliant. That's the you know the that scene is so where, good to watch. Yeah, where the you know Robocop becomes, you know, less of Murphy and more Robocop because he decides that, you know, he doesn't want to go through with his personal vendetta. He wants to be a police officer and arrest Yeah, him. that was groundbreaking too, you know, because the whole plot was him getting his revenge, but here we also have that other plot where it's him doing police stuff, mm-hmm. actually policing. But it was groundbreaking to see him not take that personal vendetta. He actually took him to to get incarcerated. Mm-hmm. And, and then in the end, the other guy, Dick Jones, was in on it. So Yeah, he gets, he yeah, gets Dick away Dick. with it, and then they come back after Robocop after that, but... What about you, DA? What was your favorite scene? Every single one with Kerwood Smith. <laughs> Just every single one. He had when he, uh, when he, They haul scenes. him into the uh, the police station, yeah. and then he's like he's and bleeding, it, and then he just give me that spits on the paper. Fuck, give me I don't my, my fucking, fucking phone, phone call. call. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. That, it was just like, you know that he's getting out. You know he hasn't made. He's mm-hmm. part of all of this. He's part of the system. Yeah, he's part of the system. Yeah. I think that's also another big part of the movie. We don't really... It, it is a big statement on, uh, you know, how corrupt police and government forces are. And that is something, you know, you're kind of ingrained in the campiness of the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason I would say it's not like a pro-cop whatever movie. You okay. know. But not it's that not, it matters. I mean, it, even if it were, like, it's, it's about a as fun pro movie. Cop as Maniac Cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. Yeah, Maniac Cop. Yeah, the whole god. movie was just full satire. Indeed, I can't. I can't. But that's why. That. But see, that's why. That's also one of the reasons it is a cult classic, and we are. It's a Criterion film, and we're talking about it right now. Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah. Like, should it be in the Criterion Collection? Oh, definitely. I think it should. Yes. And it why? Is just... As far as you know, eighties movies goes. I mean, yeah. It, <laughs> it's like, probably like the best, one of, like the best action movies, like in the eighties yeah. too. I'd say like this one, like Predator, are, like. And really I would good. say that you know, RoboCop is kind of iconic in a way too. Yeah, it is so influential. It is so iconic. Like I told you know i can talk to anyone you can talk to anyone about robocop yeah. people will know the name just because it's such an influential film and i think that alone is probably a reason it is in the criterion collection i don't know every time i think about robocop i think about that robot dance in the 80s do you think that's oh God. who inspired it yeah like do 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 i hope it's not likely, yeah. they never did it <laughs> that's no, like how he was walking the whole time. He was like, he moving like a little bit. Yeah, he really sold it. For him to be in that suit mm-hmm. and do all those movements mm-hmm. precisely the way that a robot would do them, that is incredible. I wonder how they put like how they made it with without the helmet because when he takes it off, he's like his whole back of his head. Oh yeah, it's like robotic. Yeah, it looks like really his great. skin's like pulled like. It does. It, it almost looks like it's underneath was. his skin in the back. Yeah, I wonder mm-hmm. how like the helmet you know how piece they did that? or something like that. I think it was all just one prosthetic. Like the and only the part that's real is just like, like the that front tiny of, part the front of his, of his face. face. But everything there, else, there's is all... probably like an elastic part mm-hmm. of his face that isn't mm-hmm. real that they stretch out. Yeah, like imagine. it's probably just like 
the main face, yeah, like but I just wonder how they... I imagine how long it probably took to... I was surprised yeah. that face survived that shootout at the very <laughs> beginning. They never, they never go for his head except for the part where they shoot him, like, right in the oh, temple. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Boy, at the very end. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but, I mean, there was no scar. I didn't see no scars. I didn't see anything on well, that face. We did shoot him at the top of the head, though, not in the face. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, if it's not in the face, it doesn't count. Yeah, and, you know, they probably had plastic exactly. surgeons or... The equivalent of that when they were building RoboCop, you know, and they didn't want to, you know, have a scarred, you know, oh, hideous po- yeah. face. Yeah. Be oh, yeah. Poster boy. Yeah. You got to have a face that looks like Peter Weller. You know? Yeah, <laughs> Peter Weller was so you, can, so you can trust the guy. It's like he's a robot, but you know he's got a face you can trust. Exactly. Nice, yeah. lovable not, not robot. Nice guy face. He's a lovable cyborg. All right. He was nice to those kids and everything. Exactly. They, they, they look like they're Just having fun. It, with man. <laughs> All right, so let's get down to the ratings, though. What rating would you give it, Ron? Out of five stars, what's your rating? Uh, four out of five. Damn, that's high. Yeah, this is, a, this is an awesome movie. It's it's sick. I like this movie a lot. I was expecting you to give it like a five out of five. Oh, yeah, that right? Maybe five out of five, but oh, four is still pretty <laughs> high. Coogs, what's your rating? Four and a half. Whoa, you one-upping, half-upping, yeah, Ron? That's one. What about you, dear? I am also out of four, out of five. Yeah, I love this Am I the movie. only one that's out of three? Probably. Yes, mm-hmm. clearly. It's my fucking artsy ass yeah. that just won't let me say mm-hmm. this movie is good. <laughs> but I will admit, I, I could revisit this movie. I could revisit and enjoy the watch because it is just that family vibe, too. Mm-hmm. Not really family vibe with <laughs> yeah. all the gory scenes, right? But. Yeah. It is much more friendlier. Yeah, and it's it's you know it's it's sort of like an action movie that's kind of no it's not an action movie it's it's kind of like what is it it's it's got a message you know it's a satirical yeah anti police you know romp that's disguised as an action movie because hmm. there's a lot of underlying you know messages that it's trying to say you know in between the you know. Hands getting shot off yeah. and yeah, of course, vengeance and all that. Consumerism for sure. Consumerism. I mean, that's like a big part of it. Yeah. Cap- capitalism. Yeah. Yes. There's all that. Now we're all talking. Those, the parts where they're showing how like OCP is like trying to like clear out all the poor parts of town because they want to create a bigger, more futuristic, expensive yeah, they, version of Detroit. They call mm. it a cancer, and they got to like take it out. Yeah. yeah, that's what they. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did call it, and that's why they created. Robocop mm-hmm. because they wanted mm-hmm. to get rid of all that violence and all that crime, mm-hmm. but they didn't expect yeah, so to there, have there's feelings. A lot of, there's a lot of ideas there, like underneath mm-hmm. the surface of the uh, action movie plot that sort of I think resonate today. Yeah, I agree. Very anti-corp, anti-establishment mm-hmm. style it film was. that people don't really dig into because. Uh, yeah, because sometimes people just watch the movie it, for surface face value. Level, really it's surface level when one way, but no. it's got the best of both worlds. Because yeah, it's not heavy-handed. It it's like. It isn't heavy you, you, f- you figure that's the way this world works by how the other characters act with one another, mm-hmm. the yeah. commercials, the news, the way everyone's... I mean, like, corporation, like the corporation owns the police. There's a scene where, like, yeah. a guy with a suit walks into the police station and's like, it's out of your jurisdiction. Like, we own the cops. Like, get the hell out of here. It's just like, it's a, that's their police station. They're just coming in and, like, taking it over. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, Alrighty. we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. So much love to the RoboCop. Much love to Peter Weller. <laughs> and Kurt Smith. Yes. yes. All right. And so thank you, Mr. Ron Cougar. DA. And your hostess. 
Ilania. Closing down.